guys, Rose here, back with a new podcast. Today is day number 12, and today we're going to talk about the execution of Jesus. So we're going to start with the story of Judea. Basically, Judea hangs himself. Remember how I talked about last time where Judea, he kind of sold Jesus out. He said, I will, what will you, he, he told, he went to the soldiers and asked them, will you be, what will you be willing to give me if I hand him over to you to him? You know, I hand him over to you. They basically give him 30 silver coins in exchange for Jesus. And here he sees Jesus being condemned and his heart breaks. And he goes to return the silver coins. And he says, I have sinned and I have betrayed innocent blood. And then they were like, what does that have to do with us? Like, what can we do for you? That's your responsibility. And today he threw the money in the temple and he went away and he hanged himself. He killed himself out of regret, sadness, disappointed, disappointment, yeah. <laughs> and the, the the chief priests, they pick up the coins and they sell, and they said, well, it's against law to use innocent money as treasure. So they decided to use the money to buy a field, buried for foreigners, and this is called the field of blood, right? And meanwhile, Jesus stood in the... Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Why are you king of the Jews? No, are you the king of the Jews? He said, Yes. And then he's like, Don't you hear the testimonies they bring against you? But Jesus made no reply. He just remained silent. Now it was the governor's custom at the feast to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. And at that time, they had a man named Bar... Barabbas, 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 I think it's how you, Barabbas, Barabbas, something like that, it's B-A-R-A-B-B-A-S, so when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked him, which one do you want me to release to you, and Barabbas, or Jesus Christ, or Jesus called Christ, and basically the people, they wanted Jesus to be killed, and while Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message that said, Don't have anything to do with the innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barbaras to have Jesus execute, executed. And the governor asked, Which of you, which of the two do you want me to ex- release to you? Barbaras, they answered. And Pilate asked, what should I do then with Jesus, who is called Christ? And basically here, the Jews, what, 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 the, 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 rain, the main reason why Jesus is being killed is because the Jews live under like a occupying, occupying power of Rome. And the Romans allow Jews to have their own court. Right, and this court is just Jews, and when Jesus identifies himself as the Messiah of the members of this little court, they they say this is blasphemy. You know, they they call this a capital offense under the Jewish law. That's why it's a big deal. And since the Romans do not permit the court to carry out death sentences, the religious court may now seek the a Roman government, and they, they must like bring this up to them. So as Jesus appoints opponents sent him to Pilate, a Roman governor, 
he does not know what to do with him because it's not really their situation. It's more of the Jew situations being brought to him. And basically, the accusers instead empathized the threat Jesus posed on Rome. So he said, why is this a problem for me? Why should I hang Jesus? And the Jews basically try to convince him that Jesus will be a threat to Rome. And that they portrayed him as a dangerous revolutionary who has declared himself king of the Jews in defiance of Rome, Roman rule. Back to the story. He's asking, why, what crime has he committed? But they all shouted, crucify him, crucify him. And Pilate saw that it was getting, he was getting nowhere. So he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. He said, I am innocent of this man's blood. It is your responsibility. And the people answered, let his blood be on us and our children. Then he released Barbarus to them. And he, but he fought, he had Jesus flogged, which means he had him beaten up. He had him be beaten. And they handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus and they gathered the whole company of soldiers and they got and they had a whole company of soldiers surround him they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and they twisted the crown of thorns and set it on his head that they just pierced his head and they put a staff in his right hand and knelt in front of him and they mocked him saying hail king of jews and they spit on them they took the staff and struck him on the head and said again and again and after they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put on his own clothes on him, and they led away to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a man, they meet a man named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. And, when, and later on, they offered Jesus wine to drink, but tasting it, he, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes, casting Jesus. Um, Cast, like, like they divided up his clothes so they, they each get something. And then after that, well, Jesus here is not dead yet, but he is crucified on the cross. He's on the cross, and above his head, they placed a written charge against him, which said, This is Jesus, the King of Jews. So, you know how you see the cross sometimes in churches, or I don't know, but like right above, when Jesus is on the cross, right above his head. You see, like, this placard. What it says there is, um, this is Jesus, the king of Jews. And the two robbers were, two robbers where they were, they were crucified with him, one on his right and one of his left. Those who passed hurled, hurled insults at him, shaking their heads, saying, you are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days. Save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the son of God. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came all over the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice. I I don't know how to pronounce this, but in the Bible, it, it kind of gives us, um, well, I don't even know what language it is, but it, it, you should look it up. It's Mark 27. Uh, 46 but basically in English he said my god my god why have you forsaken me and people around him were like oh he's calling Elijah and immediately one of them ran and got a sponge he filled it with white white vinegar and put it on a stick and offered it to Jesus 
And he said, and he refused. And then I said, just leave him alone. You know, let's see if Eli comes to save him. And when Jesus cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. And at the moment, the curtain of the temples was torn. The earth started to shake. The rocks split. The tombs broke open. And the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs. And after Jesus' resurrection, they went to the holy city and appeared to many people. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is the man of God. Like They were like, oh shoot, you know, we were, we were wrong. And as the evening approached, there came a rich man from Armiathia, I think, named Joseph, who was a disciple of Jesus. And going to Pilate, he, he asked for Jesus' body, and he gave it to him. And, jo and Joseph took the body, wrapped it in clean linen cloth, and placed it in a new tomb, where he had cut out of the rock. And basically, he put it in, in like this big cave, and he rolled a big stone in front of the entrance of the tomb, and went away. And Mary Madeline and the other Mary were sitting on the opposite of the tomb. And that's completes it. That completes Matthew twenty seven, which is just about the execution of Christ, his death. And I think it's the most well for me it's very hurtful. You know, because it's just innocent blood being killed and you know you you realize if you were to have Jesus in your heart, you can feel. I don't. I want to say you feel his pain, but you feel the pain that he went through. You know, because such a, a wonderful man with, who was God, purest heart. But you know, this is God's purpose, so we cannot judge that, saying that God did this wrong. Why didn't God do this? Why didn't God leave Jesus? He did this for a purpose, and we have to remember that everything that God does is for a purpose. But this is a very meaningful chapter. Because later on, it's not the end, you know. God, it's not, Jesus is not dead yet. His body is dead, but his spirit is not dead. We also have to remember that, too. As humans, we live on forever. Believe it or not, the only thing that dies is our body. But once our body dies, we have our spirit forever. And it's either two places. You go to hell or you go to heaven. And that's all up to you. What you choose. It's not what God chooses. It's what you choose. What you put in the work for, what you give up, what you repent for, it's all up to you. That's why he died. That's why you hear that people, right when he died, people, they came out of their tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into Holy City and appeared to many. So yeah, that was the whole chapter. And I'll see you guys tomorrow for... Day number 13.